everyone. Welcome to Evolving with Ben. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for being here again with me today. And thank you so much for supporting my podcast and being a part of my journey. Um, hey, if you're joining me for the first time, welcome to my podcast. I am so, so, so happy that you found me. I'm happy that you are listening in. And I hope that you've had the opportunity to go back and listen to all the previous episodes. Um, you're probably here because perhaps you're looking to be inspired or maybe you want to help inspire others. Uh, either way, you came to the right place. You see, Evolving with Ben is all about inspiring people. The purpose of my podcast is just to share stories from my personal journey. My goal is to share how I have overcome many obstacles in life and how I continue to overcome my challenges and evolve. Uh, Evolving with Ben also creates a platform for people like you to feel inspired and motivated uh, to share your stories and help inspire others. Because, you know, I truly do believe that we all have incredible stories. And my goal is to inspire you to continue to evolve, but also inspire you to share your stories so that you can help inspire others. And in this podcast, you guys, anything goes, anything, any kind of inspirational story, it's your journey. I want you to feel empowered, inspired to share it with me so that I can share that incredible story with other people. Uh, we all need a little inspiration and motivation. So I invite you to tune in weekly so that you can feel inspired. So thank you. Thanks again for being here. Uh, and welcome back to those of you that have been with me uh, since the beginning. So here we are, episode number 11. And my gosh, September is almost over, you guys. I cannot believe it. I remember uh, planning the episode for September, the first episode for September. And I kept thinking like, okay, wow, September it's crazy summer flew by and now here we are uh almost mid-september and we're getting ready to start the fall uh it's been a crazy month already uh crazy in a good way you know things are things are going well uh here with evolving with ben uh my girls are back in school they're they're back in the full swing of things uh of course remote uh, they're full-time remote right now, but they're back in school nonetheless, and they've adjusted to the new way of learning, at least for now. Um, the first day that they were back in school, they had, <coughs> excuse me, a few, uh, you know, technical difficulties, just adjusting, trying to get uh, back into the swing of things, and now they seem like little pros, you know, they, they know they got to log in at a specific time. They got to get their studies going. They got to do. In, uh, they have to have their interaction with their peers and and teachers. So it's really cool uh, to see that that my girls have adjusted. So I hope your kids, uh, if you have children, I hope that they're adjusting f well to to the new way of learning for now. Uh, I hope that you, as a parent, uh, have found uh, your pattern, your structure. Because I can only imagine. I mean, I'm living it. I'm 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 there. I'm supporting it. Uh, it's difficult to be uh, a working parent right now and also helping your kids navigate through through school. So shout out to all the kids uh, learning and shout out also to all of the teachers. Every single teacher out there in the world, shout out to you. You're incredible. 
for also adapting and adjusting to the new way of learning and and quickly coming together uh, as, as a team to help continue to educate our children. Uh, and of course, again, shout out to all the parents that are doing it all, all at once. So keep your head up high. I'm wishing you all well. We're all in this together. Don't forget, uh, this is a learning curve for all of us. We're all experiencing this together. So let's keep definitely moving forward. So also, I want to send a quick shout out to my sister. Uh, I have an older sister, and she is getting married, you guys. She is getting married next week. Uh, so shout out to my sister Liz and her fiancé, Mario. Uh, super excited for you both uh, to, to for, for your new journey. My gosh, marriage, it's incredible. Uh, so definitely shout out to her. And also, a little quick shout out to my little BFF, Leah. Uh, so Leah, you guys, is my daughter's uh, little sister. Um, and so Leah will be seven on September 19th. And so she is so super excited for her birthday. She's been counting down for months. Uh, I got to see her over this past weekend and she was she, she's definitely got her little countdown going and she's so excited for it. So happy birthday, Leah. Uh, Leah is also, she likes to say, my number one fan for Evolving with Ben. Every time I see her, she'll ask me how many followers I have on Facebook. She asks if I have any followers on TikTok. I don't have a TikTok account yet for Evolving with Ben, but she's trying to convince me to get one. And so she'll ask me, like, did you do it yet? And so how many followers do you have? So Leah is so supportive of everything that I've been doing with Evolving with Ben. And, you know, it's also interesting to share with you guys. I'm making Leah's birthday cake this weekend, you guys. Um, I've, I've done her birthday cakes over the last couple of years. Actually, last year, we made a princess cake together. And she came over and she helped me create her own cake. And so she loved it. And so this year, she wants to do the same thing. So we'll be We'll be making cakes together. And I'm also uh, making my sister's wedding cake. So super excited. I will share some pictures on social media. Uh, I went to culinary school early, early, early on in my 20s. Um, I have a passion for, for cooking and baking. I don't do it much often anymore because I just don't have the time right now. But in any chance that I do get, I love to get into that kitchen and make some yummy creations. So anyways, shout out to everyone. Happy September. I hope you are all doing well. So today's topic for episode 11, I want to talk about something that is relevant to all of us. And that my friends is stress. Yep. Stress. We all experience it. We all live it. Um, unfortunately, stress is inevitable. We cannot completely eliminate stress from our lives, but we can manage it and we can decrease the level of stress. And I want to talk about that in this episode today. You know, this year has been crazy for all of us. You know, it, it's tested many levels of stress for, for everyone. The pandemic has forced the world to adapt to a new way of living. Uh, the pandemic has also forced us to adapt to a new, a new way of communicating interacting, how we work, and of course, how we educate our children. And, you know, the pandemic has even forced us to adapt to a new way of celebrating birthdays, anniversaries, baby showers, graduations. I mean, the list goes on and on, right? Parades obviously have become a norm in many of our neighborhoods. Cars drive by, houses honking and celebrating and cheering for the birthday girl or the birthday boy. And of course, I just mentioned this a few minutes ago, parents have also been forced to homeschool their children. Uh, and of course, with all this change comes stress, 
and a lot of it. Anytime there's there's change in our personal life or our professional work environment, we tend to ask why. Why are we changing, right? And that's human nature. And we also tend to change in phases, especially in the work environment. You know, when change happens, it disrupts your pattern. It disrupts your structure and also your peace of mind. And so when disruption happens, we feel anxious. And in some cases, we feel unorganized. So how do you manage stress? How do you handle disruptions, especially in the world that we're living in today? I I do think that the key to handling stress is first and foremost, acknowledging that exists, but also being able to understand what causes you to stress out and also implementing best practices or even behaviors to help you deal with, with your stress. I want to start off by defining stress. And Richard S. Lazarus, who was a psychologist who studied human behavior, he defined stress as stress is a condition or feeling experienced when a person perceives that demands exceed the personal and social resources the individual is able to mobilize. So in short, is what we feel when we think that we've lost control of certain events or a specific situation. Now, the reality is that stress is felt by everyone, especially people who juggle work and life, and also when there's sudden disruptions in their work-life balance. Now, I do want to share with you some more statistics from research that was conducted by uh, the American Institute of Stress in 2019, so just last year. So the American Institute of Stress found that 94% of American workers report experiencing stress at their workplace. 94%. That's a, that's a huge number. They also found that 6% of workers don't report feeling stressed at work. And I mean, although that's a small number, it's still kind of eye-opening if you think about it. 6% of workers will not tell their bosses, managers, leaders that they're feeling stressed at work. And there's many different reasons why people tend to not say something. And we'll get into that into, in, in just a few minutes. Also, their research found that 6% of workers state that their levels of stress are unreasonably high. And 23% of American workers describe their stress as high. Now, these statistics are, I, I believe they're an eye-opener. It's, it's obviously great to know the information you know, finding out how people feel and and what does that look like at work and also what does that look like in, in someone's personal life. But most importantly, I think that we need to know how to recognize stress and how to manage it. So let me ask you this, and I want you to really think about this. How do you know when you're stressed? How do you know that? Do you feel something? Do you think something? Do, you, do your behaviors change? Do your patterns change? How do you know when you're stressed? I, I do think that people get stressed out for different reasons. And also, people handle stress differently in, in different situations. Now, you'll handle stress better if you're confident in your abilities and if you can change the situation to take control and if you also feel that you have the help and the support that you need. 
I found through the American Psychological Association that the common sources of work stress include work overload, few opportunities for growth or advancement, uh, work that isn't engaging or challenging, lack of social support, also not having enough control over job-related decisions or conflicting demands or unclear direction. So for work overload, of course, too much work and no balance can cause you to stress out, right? I mean, when you don't have a healthy work-life balance, people start to stress, people start to bring work home, then at home, issues start to happen and then that transfer back into the workplace. So yeah, work overload causes stress. Few opportunities for growth or advancement. People tend to feel stressed out because they feel stuck. And I've personally experienced this before in my career. I, I There's been situations in the past where I've been in a position and I'm no longer seeing the opportunity to advance my career. And so I start to I, I remember I've started to feel stressed, right? I start to think about my quote-unquote timeline that I've created for myself of where I want to be at a certain point in my career. And so when people see few opportunities for growth or advancement at work, they start to feel stressed out. Now, I also mentioned work that isn't engaging or challenging. Again, here's another one that I've experienced before. You know, once you get really good at your work and it starts to get repetitive and some. You know, sometimes people feel like it just becomes an endless cycle. And so there's no challenge anymore. There's no um, excitement for the work that you do. So when you walk into work and you start to just feel an endless cycle, it becomes mundane and you start to feel stressed out because then you start to challenge yourself of what's next, what's next, what's next. Um, I also mentioned lack of social support, uh, not having someone to talk to or someone to vent with, or just bounce ideas off of each other can become very stressful, I believe, at work, but also at, in, in your personal life, you know, because then you tend to keep things bottled up inside. So it's important to have a strong circle of friends or support or influence uh, to help you have that social support, to help you uh, or give you the opportunity to to just communicate and talk and vent and not keep things bottled up inside. Now, I, I think that obviously these were common sources of work-related stress, but there are also some common uh, sources of stress in our personal lives. And some of those include um, a death of a loved one or divorce or a breakup even the loss of a job, uh, financial obligations, you know, that's a huge stressor for people and relationships, right? Because sometimes the financial obligation can become burdensome. And so again, it's important for us to be able to understand what is causing the stressor. But most importantly, once you know what's causing the stress, kind of sit back and think to yourself, well, how do I handle this now? How do I manage the stressor to decrease the stress level? Because again, unfortunately, stress is inevitable. We, we just can't get rid of it because it's just part of our life. Um, sometimes we need to recognize that certain things that cause us to stress are also out of our control. And the best thing to do in those situations is just walk away and focus your energy on something that is positive in our lives, something that we appreciate in our life. This helps you do a mind shift from negative to positive. It's it's so, so, 
almost like a positive self-talk, right? You focus your energy into something that is working positively in your life and you think about that because it helps you then to stop thinking about the stressor and it starts to kind of shift your mind to realizing that, hey, you've got a lot of good stuff going on. For example, if you have children, think about the fact that they're healthy and happy. Think about the fact that you have a job. Sometimes it's also difficult to think about something positive during a stressful situation. And if that's the case for you, then ask someone that you trust or someone in your close circle of friends or influence to help remind you of all the positive things in your life. Because stress can cause us to become clouded and then we can't think positive, right? It happens. But having someone looking in can help remind us of all the good. So don't be scared to reach out to your mentor or your best friend or a family member, even your spouse, heck, even your children, right? It's okay to reach out and say, you know what? I'm stressing out. I'm having a difficult time just eliminating or, or decreasing the stressor or controlling the stressor. Can you help me? You know, help me think of one or two things that are so positive in my life right now. It's okay to ask for help. Now, here's something interesting. As humans, we have two instinctive reactions that make up our stress response. Now, these are known as a fight or flight response, but also the general adaptation syndrome, also known as GAS, G-A-S. Now, both of these reactions, they can happen at the same time. The fight or flight is basically our mind telling our body whether we want to stay and fight or just run. Get the heck out. Just go. Now, this response is also triggered when we experience a shock or or when we see something that we perceive as a threat. For example, if your boss comes to you and tells you that all of the work that you've been doing for the last six months is now changing and you have one week to adapt to the new process. One week. Wow. Talk about stress, right? And talk about fight or flight response. I mean, in that situation, I would probably be like, I'm going to argue with my boss now and tell my boss that he or she is nuts and this can't be done. Or I'm just going to, you know what? I'm done. I quit. I'm out. I'm out. I can't deal with this stress anymore. Now, I do want to talk a little bit about the second instinctive reaction, uh, which is a general adaptation syndrome also known as GAS, G-A-S. Now, I found an interesting article in Mind Tools, and I'll share, I'll share this website in the notes for you if you want to do a little bit more research on your own, but I found that the general adaptation syndrome is a response to long-term exposure to stress. Now, this means that we cope with stress in three distinct phases. So, for example, the first phase is known as the alarm phase. This is where we react to the stressor. This is your initial response, your, your initial reaction, however it is that you're going to react to it. The second phase is known as the resistance phase. This is where we adapt to and also cope with the stressor. Now, the body can't keep up with resistance indefinitely, so our physical and emotional resources start to gradually deplete you guys, right? Because you're investing so much energy into um, the resistance of this, of this stressor that your body starts to feel it. Your emotions start to feel it. You start to feel depressed. You start to feel achy, fatigue, just wore out. 
which leads me to the third phase, the exhaustion phase. This is where eventually we're just, we're worn down and we just can't function normally anymore. And it becomes a problem. Now, I want to share with you how to recognize signs of stress because recognizing them truly helps you control your stressor. Remember that we all react to stress differently. However, some common signs and symptoms of the stress can include frequent headaches. If you suffer from frequent headaches, you need to do some self-evaluation and identify your stressor. What is causing you to stress that is leading to the headaches? Um, another common sign or symptom of stress is cold or sweaty hands and also feet. This happens because the stressor or the anxiety kicks your body into fast drive. And so now your body is working so super fast, your blood is pumping, and so your body now starts to have different reactions to it. Some people get cold or sweaty hands and feet. Some people just sweat. Um, if you remember, I, I believe it was episode Eight, when I talked about uh, vulnerability, um, you know, I shared the example of when I was so nervous walking into an executive meeting, I was going to give a presentation and my hands were so cold and sweaty all at the same time. I was so stressed out, right? I was stressed because I was going to go and present to the executive team. It's a group that intimidated me at the time, but I had my good friend, Mary Pat there to remind me, you've got this. And so that power pose that we did, if you all recall from that episode of vulnerability, it, it immediately gave me the ability to control my emotions and control the stressor. It reminded me that I've got this and there's no need to stress out because all I'm going to do is go provide an update and talk about something that I'm, I'm well aware of. And that was it, you guys. And it helped, right? Um, another symptom of stress includes panic attacks. Now, these are scary. Uh, I've experienced panic attacks before in my life, and panic attacks can lead to long-term negative effects on your health. Uh, if you're not taking care of your stressors, if you're letting your stress control your life, and you're constantly having panic, panic attacks, it leads to uh, anxiety. It leads to high blood pressure, and that's not a healthy way of living. Insomnia is another common symptom of stress you can't turn your brain off so you can't get sleep and if you're constantly stressing about a situation you won't give yourself the opportunity to shut down and rest uh, now this of course leads to more stress and also fatigue but it's also interesting that stress can cause us to oversleep but yet we still feel fatigued and that's because even while you're sleeping if you're experiencing high levels of stress you're not letting your body relax your muscles are probably tense while you're sleeping and they're causing you to wake up tired and even in pain. You're truly not letting your brain shut down and disconnect. Uh, social withdrawal or isolation is another common uh, sign of stress. Irritability and angry episodes are also common signs of stress, right? You're, you're in high gear, stressed out, and now you're lashing out at people. You're lashing out at your family. And, and that's not healthy for you or for your friends, family, or colleagues. Um, another very common sign of stress or symptom of stress is significant weight gain or loss. Now, this is common for many people because when we stress, we either we shut down or we just want to indulge in comfort food. 
And I found that people defer to comfort food because it makes us feel safe and warm inside. And while indulging, we tend to forget the moment um, that is stressing us out. And now, unfortunately, though, comfort food is not always the healthiest, right? We go for the cookies, the cakes, the tub of ice cream, the candy bars. I mean, the list goes on and on. And I'm so guilty of all of these. I, I, I truly am, you know. But here's what I find interesting. I think that the reason that some people go for the comfort food when they're feeling stressed is because food helps create happy memories, right? We associate food with family gatherings, parties, the holidays, and usually in these kinds of events, we find desserts, pastries, candies, all the good stuff that we shouldn't always indulge in. Well, of course, these events create happy memories for us. So when you feel stressed, you probably eat something that reminds you of a happy memory or your grandmother's specialty desserts or maybe that candy bar that you used to always get when your favorite aunt and uncle came to visit. And, you know, since I'm guilty on indulging on, on food that isn't always the healthiest, and I'm a sucker for sweets, I have to admit that, I really started to challenge myself over the last year, year and a half, to find a healthier, sweet version of food when I'm stressed out. Because truly, my go-to when I'm when I'm super stressed, my go-to is food. I, I really do. I just go to it right away because, again, it, it reminds me of the holidays. It reminds me of, of happy moments. And so while I'm eating, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, I remember when I first had this or, or my grandma used to make this for us, you know? So what I started to do, you guys, instead of running for cookies and cakes, I find the sweetest fruit that I can find. For example, grapes or a mango or strawberries. And it does help satisfy my sweet craving during a stressful moment. So I'll, I'd rather indulge in a handful of grapes instead of a handful of M&Ms or a giant slice of carrot cake. Again, guilty as charged. So challenge yourself. Challenge yourself next time you're stressed. If you're the kind of person that when you're feeling super stressed out, you the first thing you want to do is go run to chips or cakes or anything else that's so good but yet not healthy to indulge in. Challenge yourself to find an alternative, something that's going to help satisfy that sweet craving or, or that give you that comfort feeling because again if you're indulging in in food that's not healthy for you not only are you not really helping your stressor but now you're potentially hurting your health so think about that okay now it is important that you're able to recognize these signs of stress so that you can take the right actions to help you control them but it's also important that you recognize the signs of stress because some of our peers, our friends, or even our family members may be stressing out and they just don't want to reach out for help. Sometimes we feel that if we say that we're stressed out, we're going to be judged. That's, that's just the reality, right? If We don't want to tell people that we're stressed out because we're, we feel that we're going to be judged or, or we feel that we may be viewed as someone who just is weak or who can't handle the work or possibly... We, we're afraid that we're going to be passed up for promotions if we, if we tell our bosses or our peers that we're stressed out. But that's not the case. It is not. Being stressed or feeling stressed is not weakness. We all experience stress. It's inevitable. We cannot eliminate stress from our life. We can, however, control it and help decrease it. So it's okay for you to ask for help, and it's okay to offer help when we 
recognize someone who's stressed out, especially in the workplace, you guys. If something is stressing you out at work, talk to your boss. Let, let him or her know that this is stressing you out because then you can work together to find an alternative. It's not going to slow you down. In fact, you'll have a higher level of respect because you're being honest, because you're being vulnerable, and because you're you're coming to them saying, hey, this is stressing me out. I don't want to jeopardize my work. I don't want to jeopardize anyone else in a team. So I'm asking for help. So think about that. Again, think about that truly. Uh, there, there are many different ways to manage your stress, physically, mentally, even emotionally. Now, I want to share with you a few techniques that I've actually implemented into my life over the years to help me manage my stress. Now, some of these I still have a lot of work to do, and I'll admit to that. Um, but nonetheless, I think the important thing is that we can start them and we can incorporate them little by little into our everyday life. The first one that I want to share with you is tracking your stressor. Keep a journal for a week or two um, and, and identify which situations created the most stress and, and how did you respond to them. Record your thoughts, record your feelings, and include information about the environment, uh, the people that you were around or were around you, and also the circumstances that were involved. Uh, document the physical setting and how you reacted. During your reflection, you can also ask yourself, did you raise your voice? Or did you run and get a snack from the vending machine? And if so, what kind of snack did you get? Or did you go for a walk? Did you eliminate yourself from the situation? Taking notes can help you find patterns among your stressors and also how you reacted to them. So this gives you the opportunity next time you start to feel that stressor or you anticipate the stressor, go back to your journal and say, how did I respond to it? And can I do something different this time to help lower the stress level. Uh, another thing you can do is develop healthy responses. Uh, instead of attempting to fight stress with fast food or alcohol, do your best to make healthy choices when you feel the tension rise. Uh, this is an area that I'm, I'm honestly still working on for myself, but exercise is a great stress buster. Uh, yoga I hear I hear a lot of people yo you know say that yoga can be a good choice to uh, help manage stress. Uh, any form of physical activity is beneficial. Uh, I, again, I shared with you my my challenge of instead of going for the sweets and the candy bars and the cakes, go for some fruits, go for some veggies that are sweeter. Um, you should also try to make time for hobbies and your favorite activities. This is you time. So whether it's reading a book or playing games with your family, make sure that you set aside time for the things that bring you pleasure. Getting enough good quality sleep is also important for effective stress management. Get a good night's sleep. Turn the TV off at night. Put your phone away at night. Give your body the chance to truly disconnect and recharge throughout the night. Uh, establishing boundaries is another way to help you manage your stress. Now, this is a challenging one for a lot of people because in today's digital world, it's easy to feel pressure to be available 24 hours a day, right? I mean, we've got our phones, we've got in our phones, we've got our emails, we've got text messages, we have social media alerts coming off. It, it's so difficult to truly unplug, but make it a point to establish 
boundaries. Establish some work-life boundaries for yourself. And that might mean that you make a rule not to check emails from home in the evening or not answering the phone during dinner time. At home, my husband started what he likes to call cellularless Fridays. So basically what this means for us at home is that on Friday evenings when we're all home, the girls are home and we're both home, um, we take our phones and we seriously put them in a drawer for the rest of the evening. And we give ourselves the opportunity to decompress from the week. And we also give ourselves a chance to connect as a family and talk about our week. Um, it's a challenging uh aspect for for my daughters uh you know they, they want to be on social media but they're getting the hang of it and little by little right we're gonna get better and better at it and so we've explained to them you know on friday evenings we're, we're gonna put the phones away we don't want the phones around especially when we're having dinner too because it's our chance to recharge forget about stress forget about work uh forget about school for the evening and just do some something that is important to us and spend quality time together so establish boundaries truly truly establish your boundaries you guys uh, also take time to recharge give yourself that opportunity we need time to replenish and return to our pre-stress levels of functioning so taking time to recharge does require you to switch off right switch off from work by having periods of time when you're just not involved in work-related activities or even thinking about work and and this can be difficult for some people because people do have different preferences when it comes to how much they want to let their work and their home life come together so ask yourself what are your boundaries this takes me back to the one that i just mentioned right because when you give yourself that time to recharge that should be your boundary to not let anything get in the way or disrupt that recharging time the key here is to give yourself the boundary and when you do, make sure that you truly do allow yourself to recharge. And whenever possible, take time off to relax and unwind from work. Um, this allows you to come back to work feeling re-energized and ready to perform at your best. This also impacts your personal life. When you use your vacation time, you allow yourself to reconnect with your family, reconnect with your hobbies, do things that make you happy. And you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your loved ones to take time off to recharge. And this is a good segue to the next strategy to help you de-stress. And that's learning how to relax. Now, this can be another difficult exercise for many people. It is for me. It's a challenge for me to this day. And again, it's a work in progress. But the important thing is that I'm doing it and that I'm self-aware, right? Um, learn how to relax. You can try to meditate or, or do some deep breathing exercise. So, you know, breathe in. Exhale and breathe out. And you can do this while sitting down in the family room, in your dining room, commuting to, to and from work while you're at work in your lunch break. It's important to to do some deep breathing exercises. It helps regulate your blood pressure. It helps regulate your emotions. My little brother, Eric, is always encouraging me to meditate. And I'll be honest, uh, again, this is difficult for me. It, it truly is. And Eric tells me all the time just to start by taking a few minutes each day to focus on simple activities like breathing or walking without my phone, uh, no music. He tells me, 
that by eliminating my distractions, I will teach myself to relax because I am not worrying about anything else other than my walk or my breathing time. And so, again, it's a challenge, but I've, I've done it. I've challenged myself. We've gone out for walks over the summer, and we leave our phones in the house because, again, we don't have that pressure, that constant pressure of, oh, my God, let's look at my phone. What's going on on social media, right? We're eliminating that destruction. We're giving ourselves a chance to learn how to relax. Now, as I mentioned before, many of us experience a lot of stress at work, a lot. And a strategy to help you deal with work-related stress is giving yourself the opportunity to talk to your manager. And start by having an open conversation with your manager. Talk, you know, let them know what's going on, what's stressing you out. Uh, come prepare to share um, examples. And the purpose of this isn't to just lay out a list of complaints, but rather just to come up with an effective plan for managing the situation that is causing you to stress so that you can perform at your best on the job. And again, this doesn't make you weak. Your manager is going to look at you and respect you for that because you're being honest, because you don't want to jeopardize yourself or the work. If you don't say anything, you won't get the help. It's just plain and simple. Speaking to your manager can lead to other resources also that may be available to help you deal with your stress at work. Uh, perhaps you may have a company-sponsored program that helps manage stress, or you may even find a mentor to help you manage stress. The key is to get some support. And accepting help from trusted friends uh, or even your family members can help improve your ability to manage your stress. Talk to your doctor about your stress. Get support from anyone in your circle of trust. Remember that stress is inevitable, you guys, and it does not make you weak or a bad person to experience stress and asking for help or even giving help when you notice that someone is stressing out. I do want to challenge you to build in some time into your day to practice silence, solitude, and sitting still. You know, sometimes you may not be able to do all three, but even doing one for just a few seconds can help calm yourself down and get your adrenaline under control. Also, I want to challenge you to build some time into your day and close your eyes and practice positive reinforcement. Sometimes positive self-talk is key during a stressful situation. Uh, remind yourself of the end goal that will help you stay on track and also calm. Um, now, this one may sound counterintuitive, but when you feel the start of stress building up, consciously clench your muscles and then release them. Clench and release while you're doing that. Also, take in deep breaths and exhale. This is going to help you regulate your feelings of stress and also help you control your breathing. Most of these, you guys, you can do at work, and it's okay to also walk away for a few minutes. It's okay. If you need to eliminate yourself from the situation, do it. Eliminate yourself, go for a walk, practice breathing, come back and face your stressor. Remember that the stress diary can also be simple and very, very useful. Write what stressed you out and include how you reacted, uh, what was the cause of the stressor. Ask yourself, could you have avoided it and answer that question in your journal because journaling helps you identify things that you probably didn't notice in the moment. 
And while you're journaling, you also give yourself the opportunity to think about how you can handle certain situations in the future to avoid costing you stress. Now, I found uh, a very interesting article through Training Industry. Uh, Julie Potiker uh, wrote the article, and in her article, she talks about different strategies to handle stress. But here's one that stood out to me. Julie says to keep a here and now stone on your desk. And so she says, find any stone that feels good in the palm of your hand. It doesn't need to be fancy. You can find one in, the, in your yard, on a walk, or even at an arts and crafts store. Keep the stone on your desk at work and pick it up anytime you feel stressed. Really feel the stone in your hands. Focus mindfully on its texture, its temperature, and its weight. Then observe, observe its shape, color, and patterns. Julie likes to call this stone a here and now stone because it brings you into the present moment, stopping the loop of discursive thoughts that were stressing you out. So try that. I, I think that's a great, great simple technique. Just give yourself that opportunity to find that stone and focus on that stone when you're feeling stressed. So Julie, thank you for, for sharing that with us. Uh, and I'll share the link to her article also on the podcast notes if you guys are interested in reading that uh, furthermore. One last personal tip that, that I want to share with you um, is keep a picture of your family, uh, your children, your furry babies on your desk at work or even on your phone screensaver. And when you start to feel stress building up, turn to look at that picture. Look at that picture because it's going to help remind you how incredibly lucky you are or how blessed that you are. And it'll also remind you that your family is counting on you and they need you to stay healthy and not let the stress get to you. We all have the power to manage and control our stress. Don't let it control you. How you manage your stress is key. So ask yourself, how are you going to manage your stress? Do you have techniques that you want to share with us on how to manage your stress? Is there anything different from what I've shared with you on this episode that you've done or that you currently do to help you manage your stress? Please let us know because, again, we're all in this together. And this year, boy, has it been stressful. This year has tested the limits and the boundaries of everybody's stress. So if there's anything that you're doing to help you cope through the day-to-day -day stress that we see and experience, let me know. Share it with us, please. We, we're, we're all in this together and we all need to manage our stress so that we can continue to live happy and healthier lives. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much again for being here and for supporting Evolving with Ben. I, I can't do this without you. Um, and I ask you this, do you want to help inspire others? And if you do, I want you to share your stories with me, please. I'm inviting you. I encourage you to share your stories of inspiration so that you can help inspire others. I'm, I'm still gathering stories of inspiration so that I can feature them on Evolving with Ben. I plan to do a monthly uh, listener's story episode where I, where I feature you and your stories of inspiration. So, so please reach out to me. Send me those stories. Help inspire others. Remember that you can find me on social media. 
uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Evolving with Ben. So if you haven't followed my uh, social media pages, I highly encourage you to do so. Follow, 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 and share them amongst your networks, please. And you can also reach me via email at evolvingwithben at gmail.com. And of course, you can find my podcast, Evolving with Ben, on Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Please subscribe. Uh, please share the podcast with your network. I, I Again, I, I appreciate your support, and I can't do this without you. And if you like what you're hearing, uh, leave me uh, a rating and a comment on your favorite podcast platform because ratings do help. Uh, also, uh, comments do help. Not only do they help uh, Evolving with Ben, the podcast, continue to grow and evolve, but also they help me to make sure that I'm bringing you content that is relevant to you stories that are inspiring you uh and if there's anything you want to know about me shoot me an email ask me a question i'm an open book and i'm willing and ready to share my journey with you so that i can continue to inspire you and helping you evolve thanks so much again for being here with me stay safe be happy control and manage your stress you have the key you have the power i'll see you soon